What's up, everybody? College basketball talk continues here on the Inside Source. My college buddy and I, John Hines, talk about our favorite memories of our bracket when we were in school, talking about Adam Morrison, talking about UCLA, Gonzaga, all of those great characters from the past right here on the Inside Source coming up. All right, everybody, we're back. John Heinz, college buddy. We are going to take a deep dive into the chase to the Final Four. So the uh, the men's side of the bracket. And uh, I don't know if you studied up on uh, the women's side, but we can do that maybe next week. But uh, but yeah, tune in for that. Yeah. Tune in for that. <laughs> yeah, Definitely excited about Southern Utah from the WAC, the women's side. They got in and right. uh, lost another dame. I'm excited about that. So. We'll talk about that okay. next next time. I think that's enough. I think that's enough women's basketball <laughs> tournament talk for today. All right. All right. So, so we're uh... so we do have a show scheduled this week. We've had our, our listeners have, have asked for that, right? So Oh, they've been begging for it, yeah. all the listeners that I know. So we're gonna go over we're gonna go over uh our biggest surprises of the tournament, favorite game of the weekend, favorite player update basically, and then I thought it would be cool to talk about because Gonzaga and UCLA are playing again. I know that was one of my favorite college memories of watching March Madness with everybody. And so we could, we we could talk about that. Definitely. I think we should do that. I I think it's dangerous to set an itinerary in stone for our listeners. You know, that's true. You never really know where this podcast is going to go. Let's be honest. That's true. That's That's a good good guideline for us. And then, all right. That's true. Um, All right. Well, I don't know, man. I I think chaos is pretty much the word to describe the tournament so far. I don't know how you would describe it, but that's the word I would use. I would go. I I would say um, it's. I think you just gotta. This is the one of the years you kind of have to just forget about your bracket. Like I know that sounds weird, but it's not really. Mm -hmm. It's not possible really this year for you to be like, oh, I nailed this bracket, like because you didn't, you know, and so. so Although what, our friend, our yeah. friend Dave, the other night did say he was at one point ranked two thousandth out of two million well, um, after he I'm picked sure. Furman. I, so. Well, yeah, I mean, I think my four-year-old picked Furman too. So way to go, Dave! Oh, wow, congratulations! Yeah, I think I actually also picked Furman on the podcast last week. But we don't have to go into all of those picks. Uh, no, by any means, I just wanted to bring that one in particular up. I, <laughs> I think, the, so I, I can lead that. I can lead the conversation here. <laughs> um, that probably was my biggest surprise. If I was watching, as I watched the games, the Furman-Virginia game, as I was perusing through the the first couple of games on Thursday, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Watching that last minute and a half of real time was as close to March Madness as I would say. Like, that's kind of, that encapsulates March Madness to me, is like 18 to 22-year-olds freaking out, screwing up, And then someone else stepping up and hitting a three and then just pure emotion, like Adam Morrison, like emotion, you know, that's what it reminded me of. Right. Dude. I don't think you could describe it any better than that. And it was, that was, I think that was probably as close as we got all weekend to the actual, like great finish March man as a buzzer reader. Like if you look at the bracket, it definitely screams chaos, which is why I said that, but the games haven't necessarily been like, chaos at the end no which is like as some tournaments which you know hopefully that means we'll get some better games here in the next round whatever we'll see but um yeah that was that was so crazy and then like if you wanted to say who had the worst weekend i know you probably would say i don't know what you're gonna say i'll save that but i'm gonna say kihai clark 
of Virginia is probably having the worst weekend of his life. I mean, that guy, yeah. Has that guy been involved in more of the like he's gonna his college career? I'm pretty sure so he was on the first UVA team that lost at the number one seed. He could be wrong about that. He was. Okay, he was on that. And then he was definitely on the team that won the national championship. Yep. Yep. And then now he's on the UVA team to lose as a number two or whatever. Big upset. You know, it's just and it was his fault too. Like just as the announcer is saying you know, Virginia veteran guards here, they rarely ever turn it over, blah, blah, blah. He gets trapped in the corner and decides to just throw it down the floor. Like, that is – no coach ever would be like, that's a great idea. Let's just throw it blindly down the floor, which actually landed perfectly in the arms of the other team so that he could step right into a three and bang! There you go. That You had your March Madness finish, and it was just ridiculous. And I felt as crazy and you know, happy as it was for the Herman. It was just like – Oh man, I feel really bad for Ki Clark. You're not even just Virginia as much as just that kid in general. But anyways, yes, that was the madness. I don't feel bad for him. He won a national championship. <laughs> of course He's you fine. don't. Of course yeah. you don't. You, I, I don't feel bad. I you're feel bad you're a robot with no feelings. Yeah, so I don't feel bad okay. for him. Ever since 2011, I don't feel bad for people in sports. So I, mm. no one can top okay. my feelings. So whatever. <laughs> um, sure. Bottom sure. line for me. That was the that was the probably the the biggest surprise was just that that choke. Um, I think also maybe just there were a few. Obviously, we could talk about FDU, you know, beating Purdue. But I I think a lot of people picked Purdue to be the worst one seed. I would imagine, mm-hmm. right? Um, right. I didn't. I but so. I just came to go to the final <laughs> four. But um, hey, you know what? We all had misses. It's okay. Yeah. In my defense, I did say on this podcast, I said this is out of the last 10 years without Michigan or ACU being in it, this is the least I've studied. And so I'm just going to go one seeds. And that's the safest that I can actually figure out, you know, and, and, um, it, it is statistically the safest from the right, way to go. Right. Or maybe so, I don't know, historically, maybe not, but statistically, you would think going all one seeds, you're going to get at least a couple right, right? What did you, yeah, what, what did you think about, uh, what did you think about, uh, like, was that your favorite game this, this last weekend too? Or was that, what, what was your I favorite mean, game? Probably as far as just finishes go. I mean, there were some other games that were a better basketball by, you know, leaps and bounds, but then they didn't end up having a finish that was, you know, great. The Gonzaga TCU game was a great game. Those were yep. just two heavyweight teams that were just going back and forth. And Gonzaga took TCU's best punch early and they responded, which I was kind of a little bit surprised by, but I was happy to see. And like what you said earlier about just forgetting your bracket this year, I could not agree more. Like I, me and my other buddy had been texting this weekend and he was like, we were both just actually saying that exact same thing to each other. Like, you know what? It's been so much more fun not worrying about my bracket at all. I haven't even looked where I am in any of the places because I'm pretty sure I'm not anywhere close to the top. And it's like, I don't, I don't care because no one can tell me that they knew that they could pick these games. Like, that's there's more parity in college basketball right now than there has ever been. And it's not any more evident than by having 11 different conferences represented in your Sweet 16. You know, it's just. Right. It's crazy. And so, you know, as far as great games, it hasn't been great basketball to, to some extent, but I think that could sometimes people get upset when there's not bigger upsets or some a favorite Cinderella, yada, yada. But I've always been a proponent of, like, I'd rather have the top seeds win so that we get some pretty good games 
you know, in the next weekend and going forward. Cause I want to see the best teams play each other. And like, right. yeah, basketball, the three point shot is the greatest equalizer that there is. Like a team can just feel so out of it. And then all of a sudden the kid chucks up a three at the end of the shot clock and it goes in and boom, this momentum just swings to their side. The other team's like, fucking A, we just played great defense. Like there's no reason this team should be around, but he just chucked in a three. And they do it again. And, you know, it's all of a sudden it's a whatever one possession game. And you're just like, this is crazy, but I want you know, it would never work to have a series of any type in bat, in college basketball, but sometimes I do just – I hurt that we don't get to see the best teams play each other all the time, which is why I'm glad UCLA Gonzaga is playing, as you mentioned, because that's going to be a great game, one I was hoping was going to happen. Well, I mean, that the, – the right side of the bracket, the Midwest and the West, is juicy. I mean, basically every game is must-see TV. You have Houston-Miami, great game. I think that would be a great game. Xavier, Texas, also, a, I think Texas could represent that side of the bracket in the, in the, the you know, final four for yeah. sure. As far as surprises go, Xavier has been a surprise to me personally. I, I did. Guess, I, I did. They were a three seed, but yes. I didn't think they were going to. I did pick them. They, they struggled early. Well, they struggled against Kennesaw State or whatever, the, whoever the heck that is. But. Yeah, they, I thought I thought it was going to be a genius pick on my part at right. first, and then of course they ended up winning. But yeah, they yeah. struggled. Uh, and then you have Arkansas, which obviously beat Kansas, but without Bill Self, I mean, not that that was the reason they lost, but I'm saying you could tell that Arkansas really turned up the heat in that second half, and that was probably the best basketball oh. game. I thought. Yeah, I was going to say that was that would have been my other one. Especially if you look at the score line, it looked closer at the end than it actually was because right. he banked in that free throw. Right. Why is it so difficult to miss on purpose? A I free throw? Agree. Guys miss free throws on accident all the goddamn time, but they can't miss it on purpose where they have to miss it on. It's just for. I, 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 I that game, I, so I, I I picked Kansas to win the whole thing. So that game frustrated me. But midway right. through the fourth fourth or sorry the the second half, I was just kind of like, screw it, I'm rooting for Arkansas because I I, I did the same thing for oh. for for Purdue because I was like, no. I was like, I want, no. I want to. Well, I I I'm sorry, like I just you could feel you could feel the momentum shift in that game, and they uh, for sure Kansas got up ten, and that was when I thought it was over and then they did nothing after that. They got up like 64, 54 or something or 54, 50, you know, 44. And they, they couldn't, they could do nothing. And so, yeah. I, well, they don't two things it. about that. You know, two things about that. They, maybe they do, maybe they don't deserve it. But if you would have told me before the tournament that Bill Self wasn't going to be there for the first weekend, then I wouldn't have probably picked him to win. Zero chance. Like, oh, by the way, he had a heart attack. Uh, we forgot to mention that to everyone who picked Kansas based on the fact that Bill Self is great. Great, great coach, in my opinion. So if I had known he wasn't going to be there, I wouldn't have picked him probably. And I think you can't tell me he doesn't make a one-point difference against right. Arkansas. Right. But again, this is isn't this the second year in a row that Arkansas has beaten like a one seed, probably in this exact same with eight. Yeah, they're, game, they've been to the Elite game. Eight two years in a row, I think. I'd almost argue that Arkansas has kind of underachieved in the regular season. I mean, I was looking. I just looked this up today, whatever. But they had like three, or maybe not three, but they had three all McDonald's All Americans on there. Like that's that used to mean something. Like that used to be like Duke level, Kentucky level thing. You know, you get three McDonald's All Americans on your team, and you're an eight seed in the tournament. You know, it's just kind of so they. I mean, they didn't, not that they deserve to be a better seed than they were because of what they did through the season. It's just kind of like, well, that's just a tough draw for a one seed to get Arkansas. Who should, in my opinion, probably have been better throughout the season? But whatever, that's neither here nor there. I agree. 
Uh, and then you have, so they play UConn, which again, will be a great game. Uh, Gonzaga, UCLA, which is what we want to talk about here in a minute. Um, that, that'll be, well, that'll be a good to it. That'll be a good one. So let's talk about it. No, I I was going to say, I mean that we've seen that game several times in the last 15 years. Uh, the last time they played, I believe was 2021, the UCLA team, you know, had, some of the same players a lot, they have. a lot of the same guys they have right now yes you know. yes um and so in my memory uh jalen suggs hit a half court shot to win the game to propel them it was in the it was in the final four to go to the championship game um wow that's a great memory yeah I'm, yeah well that was, dur- that was during question. covid have you uh, you should go back and watch yeah. that pretty awesome so uh but then the one before that to me is the one i want to talk about and so it kind of goes into like Okay, well, so what are your some you know, some of your favorite tournament <laughs> memories? Right. One of my favorite memories of college is kind of getting to college and realizing people like Adrian Peterson are my age, and I'm like, this is like a man, and I'm getting to watch <laughs> him on TV, and because I watched him in high school in Palestine, and I'm thinking mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this guy's you know my age, and then all of a sudden he's like on national TV, you know, killing people. Right. But then the same thing happened in the tournament. Like my first oh, year this, was. This is how this was related. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is like I, I kept thinking like, how are these kids, my age, we're watching them and they're in our yeah. bracket. That was the year. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, I think that was the year that uh, UNC won, like Sean May and a couple other guys on that team. I mean, that was going to be the year I talked about. Yeah, that was 05. I think that was the Illinois year. Illinois. It was. It was the Illinois year with Ron Williams. Yes. Yes. And D. Brown. Yep. D. Brown. Of all time. I remember watching them come back against Arizona and Steve Stoudemire. And And screw my bracket. uh, Yep. Yeah, it was so great. We were at Emily Edmonds' house and Mm -hmm. everybody was down somewhere else watching the game. And I was up by myself in the game room watching because I was the only team, only person rooting for Illinois. And I was going to ruin my bracket also if they lost, but I just really liked that Illinois team. And it made me fall in love with Darren Williams whenever he just started nailing threes to bring him back. And it was just... I sat uh, next to him in church one time at the branch. (laughs) Man. Yeah. Claim to fame. Claim to fame. Yep. Yeah, no, that that was a great... That was a great one. Uh, I didn't know he was born again. Yeah, yeah, he uh, he was he went to the branch when I was there. So oh, dead, wow. okay. dead serious. Yeah, he was there. So it makes a lot more sense why those three stars started falling. That's right. Born against, right. against Arizona. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so that was an 05. and then the next year, probably my favorite tournament that I've ever watched was that that year with Kevin Durant, Adam Morrison, the uh, the UCLA. So that would have been Kevin Love, Russell Westbrook. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who's that? Yes. Who is that? Who is that team that beat UConn? Uh, that was oh that that went that was an 11 seed. We talked about it last time. Oh, George Mason. George Mason. That was that year. Um, I really, I don't think those are all the same years. I think I thought it was 06. I that, thought that was that was 04. That happened. Or, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know, man. It doesn't matter. I don't know. I I do, but I remember watching that that Gonzaga UCLA game over at we called it the Iceberg, which was been like Brandon Manius's yep. house and, and same like, place I watched the Illinois that's right. UNC game where they that's, couldn't handle Sean May inside. That's, that's right. Where I lost. Yep. Yeah, and uh, 
let's go ahead and get to here. That was the game right before it. Or maybe they cut to it because CBS back then was the only We're right. channel running it. And right. it was like Greg Gumbel popped up, just sent us back to the UCLA Gonzaga game, which actually had somehow gotten close again, even though Gonzaga was killing them. And then we got there just in time to see. That is a very your, underrated thing that I feel like most part. most people most people don't know today if they're twenty and younger that mm-hmm. you know when you were watching the, even the tournament 10 years ago, you couldn't watch it like concurrently. Like I watched it on my direct TV four box. I could watch right. it, could go all the way around or you have true TV, you have TBS, you have TNT. You used to have to watch it on one channel and you're mm-hmm. like, you're saying like Greg Gom will be like, here come the, you know, the, the, the zags yeah, exactly. Let's cut in. And you're and like, you, wait a minute. No, you get game coverage based regionally. Like right. where you were right. a lot of times. And so sometimes you're not like, I remember being in Texas and that was still the case. And like, we had to watch this horrible Baylor game versus yeah. like, I forget who was like St. Mary's or something back before anybody had heard of St. Mary's. And it was kind of cool. They were making a little Cinderella run, but they had run into Baylor and Baylor was literally beating them by 40. And there was another game that was going on. That was really close. And they would not switch over to the other game because we were in, Freaking Texas, and I was just, oh, I was losing my yep. mind. Like this, it's like, I mean, St. Mary's isn't going to hit a 35 point shot to get this game close. So, can we get it back over? Nope. So, that, but in some ways, it was fun because, you know, you jump around, coverage. I don't know. Maybe it was just nostalgia from being young that it was fun. But, well, that's, that's what I, I that's my favorite memory. That, like, that's, that's the best memory, right? Is that I, again, yeah. I had a lot of fun in college watching other college teams play. I don't know why, just because they were our age, you know, like yeah. it just felt like we were a part of it. And, and you could imagine that you were as good as, for sure. as good as them. For sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And no, I mean, it was also like, in my mind, I'm thinking there is literally no way that our ACU Wildcats would ever be in this tournament when you're, we were at school. Like I never would have well, thought that in my mind. You at know? that point, that was an accurate thought. Right. Seeing as we so, were a division two school. I know, so. I know, I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, so that's the, my favorite college memory is just kind of that year and, and specifically the UCLA and Gonzaga game where, you know, Gonzaga was up by 17. This is all by memory. I was up by 17. Uh, and they came all the way back. So you had like, I think it was like Derek, it was like Collison and Darren, Darren, who's Derek, Darren Collison. No idea. I want to say Kevin Love was on that team. I could be wrong. I think he was, he played center and he was a lot better. And yeah, he was. Yeah, and he could probably... make overhead like right. outlet passes right. the full length of the court. But I just remember vividly remember some turnover happening on the Gonzaga side, similar to the the Virginia game, and then Adam Morrison just crumbling. You know, and and I mean it was it was actually produced very very similarly where the kid from Virginia was crying. You know, and you could tell he didn't crumble to the no. floor and have really long hair with a super dirty stash. And I feel like so. that kind of screwed over Adam Morrison forever because, I, you know, right? Like, have you, has there ever been a guy more lauded in the NCAA who just didn't do anything at no. all? His game just somehow, which is kind of inconceivable because it's like, I don't know, why wouldn't it translate at least somewhat to the NBA? And it just didn't. Like, have you seen that commercial? Also, they've been running throughout this tournament with Adam Morrison in it. Yeah, you probably can't even yeah. tell it's him. No, I know. They got Stephen Adams in there who looks more like Adam. It Morrison. looks just like Adam looks Morrison. Looks yes. like in my mind, but yes. then they got like clean cut Adam Morrison. Like, right. Like, like I don't, there's only like a percentage of the population who's even have any idea of this clean cut, short haired dude who's standing there in a Gonzaga jersey. But anyways, that's going to go there as well. But, 
yeah i mean we can talk memories all day because there's just so many my favorite if you're just gonna i love kansas and so a lot of my memories involve kansas yeah um except for like when michigan was playing kansas and trey burke yeah it's a good one too but also kansas hitting the uh beating one of actually my other favorite team was that memphis team um yeah yes derrick rose and john calipari um and they could not shoot free throws, and it finally bit him in the butt. And uh, what's his name? Who uh, went on to play for the Miami Heat? Mario Chalmers. Charmer. Yeah, Ma- Mario, Mario Chalmers. Chalmers. Yes. Nailed a three. Yeah. At, at the end of regulation to tie and take him to overtime. One of the and greatest. I, I actually, games. I actually yeah. started to think about Derrick Rose and Memphis. Last, was it? Maybe it was during the Memphis game where. Was it during the? I was going to say yes. while Memphis was. Yes, uh, where they couldn't hit free throws, and I and and I'm like, this is like Memphis's thing. They Derrick Rose could not hit free throws during that that championship game, and yeah, I mean that was a pretty awesome tournament. Um, again, I I will always contest that in my mind, the 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 Fab Five, you know, are always really fun to watch but they choked and they didn't really choke in the first game versus duke but they choked in the second game much better right. than unc um the two other times michigan's been in the national championship <laughs> you know like they haven't done anything no they haven't they have not. i will say they were up they were up at half uh against Louisville. <laughs> okay and uh but i will the last thing i'll say about that is the villanova game okay i was at the villanova game in san antonio at the national championship Ooh. And you look at that team that they played, and we knew it at the time. They they were the, the other five on the on the floor were five NBA players. I mean, like just not even fair. Like it just it the they're hey, they're hey Tim Hardaway Jr. is an NBA player. Okay. Well, you're getting them mixed up. You're getting the you're getting them mixed up. This was the uh, this was the 2018. Oh, okay. Yes. So I mean, again, basically the the Villanova team that that beat Michigan was then I guess when we're talking like Nick Stauskas or who yes who no see that's, that's that's the that's the we could have a whole podcast about that but yeah, um, that's not right now but. yeah <laughs> but what I'm saying is is like their their roster was just absolutely stacked and they had like that guy named DiVincenzo that yeah I was just gonna say wasn't Dante DiVincenzo on there yeah he the I'm looking the, this up now Warriors. he had 31 points yeah he was on fire yes it was and, one of those games that was over in like the first 10 minutes of the game and and again it's like there i don't know why you want to recall it well okay so well because i was there but like it's, it's one of my favorite PTSD. tournament memories is we had isaiah livers mo mo wagner simpson matthews and my i can't even say the last game yeah exactly wow. Um, they're so one of the most forgettable best Michigan teams of all time. Yes, their starting lineup was Mikel Bridges, Jalen Brunson, <laughs> oh god, uh, Gillespie, who's in the NBA, and DiVincenzo. So, four of their five Jeez. starters were are in the NBA right now. And wait, wasn't uh, what's his name Poole on that team? Bro? Yes, yes, also. Yeah. So, we got some NBA guys on there, yes, but they just we didn't think they were NBA guys, that's for sure. They I were. did not think Jordan Poole was going to be. Yeah, Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole was uh, on the bench, he played 10 minutes that night and yeah. uh, had one rebound. So, but uh, <laughs> speaking of bringing it back to right uh, now, sorry, speaking yeah, of new favorite, speaking of new favorite players, and this is kind of jumping over to a different bracket, I think. But uh, my, I've got a new favorite player. I'm in Marquise Noel from K-State. Like, yeah. 
Uh, I loved watching that guy. I haven't seen him much this season. Didn't really know who he was, but I read about him a little bit afterwards because I was just like, who is this dude? Because people won't probably get this reference, but he reminds me of a more in-control Phil Pressey from back in the day when Mizzou was uh, actually involved in one of the top three biggest upsets in tournament history when they lost to Norfolk State as a two-seed. But anyways, he's just he had, he's got like, I don't know, he just dishes assists. Like, it's just uh, – he's Steve Nash out there, but he can score uh, – I don't know what was I'm looking at. What was his stats there? I don't know. He had like 27 points and nine assists in a college basketball game, which is just kind of ridiculous. You know, he's out of New York City. He's just he was a three-star recruit, so he didn't get a ton of attention. And you know, he's just he's just a baller, dude, and he's easy to like. So keep an eye on that guy. And I sure hope they beat Michigan State. That's for sure. So as we kind of wrap up here i do have class here in about five minutes right i kind of figured it to go which is why i was sort of trying to bring it back around i know, I know. uh got real, got real lost there on that michigan who well sorry I, I got a little it's excited okay. I, understand. I, got a little excited. I understand um so who do you see advancing this weekend like who do you think because we can do another one next week obviously but we'll talk about mm-hmm. the final four but like who do you who do you foresee going to the final four after you've seen these teams play the last couple of games? Yeah. Um, so it's hard to say not Alabama at this point, seeing as they're, that's, you know, a, that's a lock. They've yeah. been cakewalking, but a lot of it depends on how well they shoot threes. Like they have to make threes. That's really what all that they do. And so that's, but they probably will. And there's just not, I don't know, Princeton, Creighton, San Diego State. If I'm going to pick, obviously I'm going to Alabama out of that. I, I just, Grouping. yes. I just can't stand it when people are like, oh, I want Princeton to go all the way. I'm like, no, you don't. No, no you don't. Creighton is surprisingly good. I think their bench is a little small, but I they were one of my surprises of the beginning. I did not expect that from them, and they played really well. I thought both games. Yeah. So they could they could be okay. I mean, it's not like Alabama's unbeatable by any means. I just don't. There's, the competition left is yeah. not as stiff as it could be, obviously. Yeah. Seeing as they've got a 15, a 6, and a 5. They have to be like yeah. minus 150. For for uh, they, yeah. I mean, they have to be a lock basically to go to yeah. the final. Right, let's move on to a more interesting bracket, to be honest. So F F A U Tennessee, Kansas State, Michigan State. I think a lot of people <sighs> will, will pick Kansas State there because it's like, sure they're they're the highest seed, right? Or, I think they're the best team there. Yeah. To be honest, and yeah, you're right. They and they are the highest seed, which is sort of surprising until I watched them play. Uh, Michigan State, I have no idea what to think about like that. They were another one of my huge surprises and. No one's happier about it than the Big Ten because otherwise they had a horrible showing in the tournament. But Michigan State, who didn't even win the game in the Big Ten tournament, is now in the Sweet 16. So I don't really know, but it's it's time is I guess. Uh, let me let me put it this but, way: I think anybody, if anybody but Alabama gets there, we're going to be really upset because to the final. Yes, because I think that, yeah, it just depends on how well. The Kansas State, or I mean, Tennessee has been a good team all season long. Like, yeah. I didn't believe in yeah. them to get here because of Zakai Ziegler being gone. And, you know, he's their best defender, he's their leader, he's their point guard. And now they just have that, like, whatever, basically Ricky Rubio who runs the point. And he's good, but he's a great backup point guard. And he's a pretty good starting point guard. But, you know, I just thought that would, they would lose more from that. So they're a talented team, too. So if they came out of there, I wouldn't be shocked. So on the the fun side of the bracket, Midwest mm-hmm. and West, who do you see coming out of the Midwest, which is Houston, Miami, Xavier, Texas? Right. I think I think that's what I was. I had this notation down to say at the beginning of the podcast, really. But I think Houston's going to regroup and they're going to come back and they're going to be 
they're going to walk through this. Maybe not walk through. It'll be some good games, but they're going to be the ones that are there. I think they're the most talented team. I think they had some scares there that first weekend. They're going to, you know, Sasser was hurt, whatever. But they're going to get it back together. They've got a little time to regroup, and I think they're going to come back. I think you see that a lot of times with, you know, good teams who struggle a little bit in that first weekend. It's, you know, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of just one game and you're done. I mean, you're a college kid. It's, it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure for anyone. So I think they're going to come back and take that. And then Gonzaga, UCLA, UConn, and Arkansas. <laughs> Well, I've got UCLA and like one of my teams, the few teams I have, I think, picked left. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think I might be. It's going to be tough. I really kind of wish they weren't playing each other right now because I'd love for them to win and play in the next round. But because I like both of those teams just in general, I just like them. Um, I went to go. I'm going to go Gonzaga and, and Drew Timmy. Okay. You me know, too. They've gotten nipped by UCLA before. So I agree. I think this is their time. I don't know why, I but I think this is their time. All right, yeah, we'll come back next week and we'll talk. So we're saying Gonzaga, Houston, Alabama, and I'll say Tennessee. Why not? Who cares? Well, I'm saying Kansas State. Okay, All right. cool. Let's do it. All right, man. Well, thanks, and right, uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll catch up on on other things. Maybe next week we can talk about favorite uh, like uh, intramural basketball <laughs> memory or something. So. <laughs> That'll be short and sweet. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, all right. Talk to you later, buddy. Love you. Bye, man. Bye, man. See you, man. All right, guys, thanks for listening. You can check us out on Spotify. Have a great day.